You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Agile Management Office. This episode is one of nine chapters in the series for the much-anticipated AMO white paper, titled, Is the PMO Still Fit for Purpose? We hope you enjoy it. Chapter 2. Governing in Agile Ways Why PMOs today struggle to adapt to modern-day working environments? How do we ensure that there is flexibility to support the uniqueness of the situation? How do we enable teams to be better prepared for evolution, rather than lag behind it? PMOs are not agile in nature. They are often reactively driven by the needs of senior management. Their ability to pivot to the changing environment around them is often difficult to say the least. This is now evident with the increased uptake of Agile in recent years. An outdated PMO lacks the ability to adapt to the evolution of delivery. This is obvious across many organisations where their PMOs are being downsized or dissolved completely. At the same time, our observation and experience have led us to believe that PMOs are becoming increasingly confused, battling this trend in an attempt to stay relevant and maintain a perceived status of value. It is estimated that Agile projects are 28% more successful than traditional projects, and Agile-based delivery methods are gaining traction with increased expertise and success as a result. When members of the CIO Executive Council were asked how they were responding to the rise of Agile and their actions towards their PMOs, 50% of CIOs surveyed said they were resizing, 33% were dissolving, and the remaining 17% of CIOs were ignoring the problem. Further discussion suggested a belief that project managers should take on many of the traditional PMO responsibilities. But this often goes very wrong. For example, when the PMO was dissolved in a leading telco, as a result of an agile transformation, project managers saw an average increase of 30% more time to deliver their project and an equal increase to cost. This is not a coincidence. Resolving complex problems requires both continuous collaboration across internal silos and interaction with customers. As more and more organisations are preparing for Agile, the PMO is often left out and left behind. Focus and budgets are continuously directed to funding delivery teams in their move to a more Agile way of working, assuming this is all that is needed to be successful. How the PMO evolves with new methods or frameworks, such as Agile, is often an afterthought. The PMO goes at it alone trying to keep up with the evolving delivery environment as best they can, often unsupported. There is a grey area between what organisations want from their PMOs and what they need when it comes to Agile. Many Agile frameworks require collaboration and alignment, ensuring everyone is on the same page. Organisations and people alike need to have the ability 
to efficiently adapt depending on the situation at hand. In order to do so, we need to be situationally aware, thinking about how we can be more collaborative and work together across the value chain to address situational demands better. It is more about working smarter, not harder. It is not about doing more work in less time. It is about bridging those gaps and looking at the bigger picture of how your governance and delivery fit together. We would argue that every PMO needs to learn how to be situationally agile in the literal sense of the words, regardless of the delivery framework being used within an organisation so that they can pivot more effectively without neglecting stakeholder value or disrupting the delivery flow. You see, the PMO should be an enabler of the change, but is never given the accountability for affecting the change. It is worth stating up front that in the same way that agile delivery methods are largely behaviour-driven, so too is an AMO. An AMO is a team of people operating on the principles of the AMO method. An AMO holds people at its core and it is implemented in constant reference to its value proposition and core values. Consistency, collaboration, coordination, integrity and accountability. We recommend PMOs evolve the way they work by focusing on and setting themselves up to be flexible to change. Whilst many agile transitioning or transitioned organisations would argue otherwise, visibility, transparency, governance and oversight are all being left behind. Are organisations transitioning so fast that they are making the same mistakes they made with PMOs? Whilst this may not be too concerning to those in the depths of project delivery, it certainly is an issue that supports the growing organisational disconnect. It also introduces many risks and the inherent loss of ability to judge value. According to results from the PMI Pulse of the Profession 2018 survey, 71% of organisations report greater agility over the last five years. Likewise, the 71% of organisations who reported greater agility over the last five years also reported using agile approaches sometimes, often or always. More and more organisations are recognising that agility, the capability to quickly sense and adapt to external and internal changes to deliver relevant results in a productive and cost-effective manner, is helping them to stay competitive. During the Agile Management Office 2018 Global PMO Survey, when asked what the biggest untapped opportunity is for the PMO, Agile preparedness was the most common answer. Only 46% of respondents thought their PMOs were prepared for Agile, where many suggested proper training, coaching would be required for them to be successful. The AMO method is adaptable to any delivery methodology because it is there to provide facilitation and enablement activities across an enterprise. It provides the PMO an opportunity to rather lead with the organisational objectives front of mind. Although due consideration is always given, there is no reinvention of the AMO function or replacement of key personnel needed. 
It also means that the AMO can assess the change collaboratively and look at what elements of its governance needs to be refreshed, if any, to support the change. By being agnostic of delivery methodologies and frameworks, the AMO provides governance solutions that work with, not against, delivery teams. For example, through direct application of the AMO method in a leading bank, our program was awarded the highest ranking based on an external post-implementation review, which was undertaken by an external organisation. With this approach, there was also less than 1% staff turnover across the program over a three-year period. Typically, in many large programs, we have seen the rate of staff changes much higher than this. The AMO team developed a fit-for-purpose solution that considered cross-country elements, such as financial policies and regulatory reporting requirements, from the outset. This resulted in significantly better outcomes. Had we applied the existing organisational governance frameworks and not addressed the situation's uniqueness and complexity, we may not have been as successful. Likewise, in a leading retailer, we planned and co-designed an AMO minimum value proposition and developed a roadmap that iteratively changed as the situation around the retailer did. As a result, and with reference to the five levels of maturity as derived from CMMI, we increased their overall departmental maturity to a level two in just eight months, something that would normally take 12 to 18 months. We generated more value from less work by increasing the visibility and alignment of the function beyond the far reaches of delivery. So how do we ensure that there is flexibility to support the uniqueness of the situation? How do we enable teams to be better prepared for evolution? rather than lag behind it? What can we do to ensure that teams are acting in constant reference to organisational goals and objectives? Next chapter, organisational misalignment. Thank you for listening to this chapter. We welcome any feedback. If you would like a copy of a specific chapter or access to the whole white paper series, please visit our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, think, or be inspired today. Thank you for listening, and please share or rate this if you enjoyed it. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.